Welcome to the Daily Creed, where we help you break your limited beliefs that are holding you back from being a personal and professional success when you master the five character traits of commitment, resilience, excellence, execution, and discipline. You will have the power to dominate your industry and live the life you desire. And now, helping you to grow in every aspect of your life, your host, J.R. Spear. R. Spear. R. Spear. Welcome, everyone, to the Daily Creep Podcast Show. And today I have Jay Storm, who helps seven-figure badass faith-first entrepreneurs who want to grow fast, increasing the revenue by 30 to 120% in the next 90 days. Recently, he has worked with healthcare company to develop a plan to add 150K monthly revenue and additional revenue with zero added expenses. A fun fact about Jay is he's the co- the coolest pet that he ever owned was a spider monkey and uh, when he was five years old while living in Peru. And Jay's goal is to partner with entrepreneur and entrepreneurs in real estate and education to help them solve problems, building communities that generate profits. So welcome, Jay. Thank you so much for being on our Creed podcast show. Absolutely. Thanks for having me, JR. I really appreciate it. Yeah, no problem. And uh, just like I was telling you beforehand, you know, the first thing that I like to do when we first get on here for the interviews is find out a little bit more about how you got started. What What is the beginning of Jay that led him to where he's at today? Yeah, absolutely. So, I mean, going back to the first time uh, that I was really experienced more of that entrepreneurial uh, like emotion or the bug that gets you when you're like, oh man, I, I really want to start, you know, start something new is when I was 17. Uh, oh no, I was even before that. It was, I was like 14 actually. Uh, and my parents were like, all right, you need, uh, you need to get a full-time job, uh, during the summers. And that's just, they were kind of old school like that. My dad had a military background. He's in the Rangers. So he was more tough on me of if, you know, I, I wasn't doing anything at home, he'd find a chore for me to do. And then during the summers, uh, while other kids might've been goofing off playing video games, he decided that it'd be best for me to learn some hardworking skills. So the first thing is I actually went into uh, as a, a beekeeper in Colorado and worked on a full-time crew just managing beekeeping. And that was the first time I really got to see an inside of an operations of an actual business, everything from the product creation, which was honey for us, all the way through bottling it and then uh, going into the markets to sell. And what this actually led to was uh, my parents were so interested in beekeeping once I started working there that they got their own hives. And then we started selling honey at a local farmer's market. And um, this is you know, when I started getting involved with more sales, because they were like, oh, hey, we'll put Jay out front. He can he can make some sales. He's a cute little kid. So that was that was my weekends. I'd, I'd go out there. We'd have a really, really nice little uh, hive that was see-through that people could like see the bees and like find the queen was our little game because um, she was the bigger one. And we put a little dot on her back so little kids could find them. And then uh, our sales process then was Hey, do you guys want to try some honey? You know, giving something out for free, giving some value first, and then going into is like, oh yeah, we have this, and you can you can buy two for fifteen, and um, and that was that was my real experience of oh man, I can I can make a lot of money doing the you know doing this instead of instead of just working my manual labor job of like going out and tending the hives and doing all that. Then I got experience on the sales side, and you know made made as much money as I made during a week during a weekend. So that was that was the first time I was like, oh, there there might be something to this business. Um, um, business thing. And from there, when I was 17, it actually started when I read Think and Grow Rich, which is like a, you know, kind of the common, uh, common book of entrepreneurs of uh, a book that transformed their thinking and ways of thinking. And that was one that really inspired me to start, start thinking bigger of like, oh, I can, you know, I can develop these beliefs and then I can actually implement these skills 
to get to get me to where I want to go. And then, you know, I started thinking, took a year off um, from school after my senior year, because I didn't really know what I wanted to do. Um, at that point, I was co-running a gym, a uh, CrossFit gym with, um, with a couple of buddies. And uh, yeah, I didn't know if I wanted to remain in that place of being an entrepreneur there of, you know, bringing in clients and then working with them. Cause I love the coaching aspect of, uh, you know, working one-on-one or working in a group training situation and seeing people uh, just go from, you know, unconfident and, and, you know, it's like ashamed of how they look, how they feel to these people who are like, who had man- magnificent transformations of uh, being able to you know, do their first pull-up, being able to um, do weightlifting, lift weights. And it was, that was, that was probably the thing that led me to where I was today of the aha moment of like, man, I really like this coaching. And the way I was going about it was a lot more effective because if something wasn't working for a client, then I, I didn't say it's like, oh, they, they just can't get this. I always was looking for a different way of like, okay, how can, like, how can I teach this better? How can I, how can I help them get this? Um, and that, that led to a lot of success for me and them because I was taking the responsibility of like the results is like the results are on me. It's like, yeah, they got to put in the effort, but if they're not doing things correctly, if they're not getting the right results, like, okay, how can I change how I'm telling them? How can I change how I'm teaching so that they can get the result? And that, that mentality really led me to where I am today of, I, I bring the same, same mentality that I was coaching, coaching someone in a gym and just like personal training and group training to a business scenario of like, okay, now it's on a bigger scale where the results can affect, you know, thousands of people. And, and it's, yeah, to get those results, it's all about, you know, working with them is like, if something's not working, it's like, okay, well, how can we, how can I say this in a different way? How can I, how can I help them implement this differently? How can I, you know, how, how can I make sure that they get the results um, regardless of the way um, and figuring out the best way? So those are just, yeah, a couple of things that led me to where I am today uh, in, um, in, in business. And that's what started it. And then, you know, there's, there's a couple other things uh, along the way, went to school, joined entrepreneurs clubs, uh, started with some high growth startups and got my, uh, got my degree in finance. So I started loving numbers and bringing that into, uh, into everything that I'm doing of like, okay, well, let's get down to the numbers. Cause th- those are really the true things. Those are the lifeblood of your company is the money in it and the finances. So really understanding those. So that's, yeah, that's a little bit of how I came to be where I am today, the backstory and what led me to, um, becoming that. And I guess I should go into the reason why I love coaching so much is for me growing up, I was really not confident and was, wasn't really the one to hop into a conversation, do something out of the ordinary. Um, I was very much go along with the crowd and wasn't confident in myself. So the first time that I entered the gym and I had someone just speak life into me and actually tell me, it's like, no, you can be something better. You can, you can be, um, you can be who you want to be. You can, you can achieve greatness. That was, that was, you know, one of the most inspiring things for my life and really made me want to be that for someone else and be that to whoever it is, whether it's a business, life, anything, uh, to be able to speak life into, into them as well. And that's, yeah, that's, I'd say those are, those are some of the foundational things that, that really led me to where I am. No, I, I love it. And a uh, very important question. Are you still doing beehives? No, not doing beehives anymore. Um, I, I moved away. We sold, sold the business and then, um, yeah, but I, every time I'm driving along the road, I'm always looking for them though. It's like, oh yeah, there's, there's some beehives and I still love uh, the local honey, but I keep in touch with, um, 
It was actually the biggest operation in uh, on the Western Slope. So I still keep in touch and visit them uh, ever so often if I'm driving by. I visited them last summer and their uh, their operations doing incredible too. Did you ever get stung? Oh yeah. Oh, it's, it's thousands, no, not thousands of times, but yes, I got stung probably once every every day. Uh, so, uh, I'm like a big uh, baby. I was I went to a, a soccer practice with my five-year-old yesterday and we, we had some apples in a bag and then this little bee kept coming around around us and we're both like standing there. I'm like walking away from him and this bee just kept following me and like 50 feet away. And it's like, gosh, get away. But uh, yeah, I, I hate bees. So yeah. Now most people don't like being stung. Yeah, and I, I definitely didn't like being stung. I had the full outfit. Like once that you see the movies of like the big white and the big, big like helmet thing, like that's, that's what I would dress up in. Some of the other guys I worked with, like these 50 and 60 year olds, they would go out in this, you know, it's like 90 degrees out and I'd be sweating in my suit and they'd be there with like just gloves on. So full arms bare. Uh, and they, they just, you know, the bees would just come up and I don't know if they just felt immunity, their skin was so leathery that it didn't even affect them, but they would just, they would just eh, throw it away, throw it away whenever they got stung. And I was just like, geez, Louise, I can't believe you guys. No, I, I love that. So I, one thing that really uh, attracted to me to just the whole bee thing too, and just so your family history and stuff is how you got started at such a young age and was, was being instilled <laughs> like that entrepreneur mindset and and sales and marketing. But when, when you said a key thing too, that was actually uh, kind of piqued my interest when you said you sold the business. So did you do like an exit plan or was it just like you shut it down or did you actually sell it to another company? Yeah. So that was, that was my first time of negotiations. I actually sold it to, um, it was one of our members. So that, that idea, so looking for your ideal client, whether it's, you know, whether you're selling a $10 product compared to this was, we were selling for $120,000. Um, and the big thing for us was like, okay, who's going to be someone um, that could take over that has the financial means and that's going to run this successfully. Cause you know, I poured my heart into it. So I wanted it to be a success and continue on. Uh, and so the best, the best place that I looked was just our local members and figuring out, I was like, okay, it's like, would one of them want to take over and we could just hand it off. We had really good systems in place. And, um, from there, yeah, we had, I had like three people in mind and then started talking with them and bringing it up. And this was the time when I was actually going off to college. So I was, uh, I was 19 at this point. Uh, so that was, that was really uh, what I hadn't planned on selling it. Cause I thought I was going to be doing that for the rest of my life. Uh, that was just, that was just my all of like running the gym and working out and um, gym lifestyle. And, uh, and then, yeah, just something transformed in my heart. Where I was like, no, I really, I really want to, you know, take the opportunity to go to college um, because the area that I was in, in Tennessee was a lot of, a lot of kids didn't have that opportunity to go to uh, college. They had to go and work on the farm. They had to go and, you know, help their parents out, whatever their, you know, the local businesses. So I saw it as a real, I, I had pretty decent grades. So I had that opportunity to actually go. And um, I did have to pay, pay my way through college. My parents were very adamant about that. Of like, okay, if you're going, you got you, like, yeah, make it happen. So that's, that's more where the gym came up was like, okay, well, if I can sell it, then I can afford this. And then, you know, I'll be able to, to live. So yeah, I ended up selling to one of our members and um, that's how I funded my way through school, which was, uh, which was a real blessing of um, just taking that and where that's led me to. That's a beautiful thing. So it's just, I mean, entrepreneurs is a rare breed and I'm sure you can agree with me. It's like, we don't think the same way as other people. And we're just always looking for the next opportunity and what can we do to serve others and help people and just you know, generate income. And so I, I love that. So how did all this lead to where you're at today? And kind of tell us what you're currently doing uh, in, in, your, in your business right now. Yeah, absolutely. So right now I'm working as a consultant uh, of in high growth businesses of either marketing strategy or strategic decisions that can lead to 30 to 120% growth. Um, like that, my interest said, I worked with a certain type 
of badass faith first who want to grow fast. And that really helps me out because in my capacity, I, fi- I figured out that there's, there's some things that I just love to do. Like I, I would do this for 12 hours a day, working with, working with these sorts of clients and not because, you know, I have to, because I really want to. And that's what I found was my passion. So I narrowed it down to exactly who I want to work with. And, um, and from there it's yeah, getting on calls with them, analyzing their business from a very high perspective. I go through 127 questions um, to develop some idea uh, ideas on, okay, what would be the highest exponential growth strategy that we could implement, whether it be optimizing, whether it be um, your sales, whether it be developing a new offer and then talking with them of like, okay, well, the idea is great, but ideas aren't everything. It's really the implementation is the people who take action. And that's where I really came in. And that's, that was my background from coaching is how do you get someone to take action and actually implement a great idea? So that's, that's what I work with them on is, okay, who do you need to delegate this to? How can you automate this? so that the actions are, that you need to take, you actually take to experience that exponential growth, uh, if, that, if that makes makes sense. And uh, do, you want, do you want me to expand more on like how I'm no, doing that? Specific no, I, stories? I think it's really okay. cool. I, I love to know like what is the big problems that or the big questions that people usually ask when they come to want to work with you? I mean, you said like marketing and the strategy, but what what are you finding like the biggest concern? Like, uh, I, I, I don't know if we said in the intro or if you mentioned it, but you told me that you work with like high-end seven-figure type businesses that mm-hmm. they're already making that amount. So when you're at that, that, that caliber and already generate that type, mm-hmm. of, type of income, what do you find a trend of type of issues or problems that they're facing right now? And I'm sure you're seeing a trend of them all. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So the, the big things that they desire at that point, because they're already, you know, financially successful, it's the impact of when they grow their business, the more people that they can impact at that point. Uh, and that's, that's one of the big things is when they're experiencing that growth is like, okay, I've reached this point, but now it's like, how do I get good people around me? How do I get systems in place? Cause seven figures is great. But when you go to like an eight figure, like there's all different problems that you experience. And, and a lot of them revolve around the people that are, um, that are with you and having the right people in the right places so that you can, you can focus on strategy instead of just the, um, you know, the, the operations part. So that's, that's, that's the biggest thing is getting out of an operator and then getting into that, um, the actual high level, the strategy, the visionary, and then, and then empowering the people that you bring around you to be able to carry out, um, your ideas and the strategies that you come up with. So that's, and that's the biggest one of finding, finding and making sure that they're empowered to do their, their job well. So I'm assuming that you help them with the managing aspect or how to lead a team and stuff like that. What is some, uh, I mean, if you don't, that's fine too, but if you, if you do that, what is like a, a system or do you have like a kind of like a trick or, or something that you do when it comes to like, hey, if you want to lead a great team to inspire them and motivate them to get going, what is that one thing that you do? I mean, I, I have some things that I do, but I'm always interested to hear what mm-hmm. other people have to say and, and how they implement yeah, it, the biggest biggest thing for me is empowering them and then having a feedback loop so there's clear expectations that are set and then having the ability for them to communicate of like, you know, actually meeting with them of like, hey, were these, you know, were these expectations exceeded? Were they not exceeded? And then, okay, how can I empower you? How can I help you so that we can um, meet and then exceed them the next time? So just establishing those clear lines of communication as well as that feedback loop, because they're the people that are either talking to the customers, they're the people that are on the ground floor. So really having open communication channels with them from a leader standpoint allows you to make those better decisions 
And by empowering them, you're actually allowing them that creativity to do their jobs and then figure out ways, kind of be entrepreneurial in that of figuring out ways to do that job better because that's what their job is. They're going to be better at that job than, than you probably are. So being able to empower that and then you know figure out how, how you can do that best. Um, and that, that's the feedback loop is the best way that I've found, um, especially when you are growing. Now, they hit seven figures and you said like the big thing, a common thing that they have when it comes to growing even further further is systems in place. So what type of systems do you typically like to push or encourage them or help them with? Yeah. And that, that's just system, uh, establishing systems and standard operating procedures. I, I consider SOPs um, systems as well, just because you can have a system for everything, whether it be how you reach out to people, how you market, um, how you recruit, and just making sure those systems are in place so that you can then step back and scale up. Because once you, once you have a system in place, then it's all about, it's like, okay, that system's then scalable. And at seven figures, you, you're probably just having a small team around you. You have probably some systems in place, but to scale that next level, you got to have the systems in place for you know, everything from the people, the marketing, the sales strategy, so that it'll be replicable when you bring new people on um, and training them up. Very cool. I love it. So what, uh, what are you most passionate about with what you do? So I, I'm a most passionate about helping, helping entrepreneurs. So my whole vision is to have societies of entrepreneurs. And one of the big things, is, like I was saying, is the housing, the education um, and entrepreneurship and that being connecting entrepreneurs in a more social way. Uh, because when you get around, so for me, environment, doing everything with habits and psychology is the, the number one thing that I've found is when you're in proximity to people that are either better than you or doing similar things and you have a common vision, you're going to become more like those people. And that's where you actually develop the best ideas, can implement, can, can get the best results. So figuring out how to get more entrepreneurs in, in groups like that and educating, like learning from each other, that's, that's my real vision. And that's, that's what's driving me, um, especially with the real estate, because uh, it's working with uh, Jorge. It's, his business is uh, Airbnb short-term rentals, but there's also an expansion side to that of being able to have a co-living situation with other entrepreneurs. Because when you're surrounded with those people who you know, think similarly who have the same ambition to want to empower each other um, and have a common goal of you know fixing pl- problems instead of finding problems then yeah, like that's how you're really going to change society that's how you're going to change the education system that's how you're going to change government that's going to have how you're going to solve the actual problems is the people and the entrepreneurs are the ones that are actually solving those problems so figuring out how to get those people around each other um, and interacting more and in proximity to each other how are you how are you building these communities are you doing them virtually online are you doing like events or what what's kind of like your strategy for it so my strategy um, and what I found is working with people who are already doing this and helping them grow theirs because I can have an exponential impact um, on someone who already has like you know a hundred thousand people if I help them grow 30 percent well that's 30,000 more people that they that they're helping Helping, um, and I, I found that that's that's what I'm good at, and I'm okay not being in the limelight of um, you know he's he's the visionary, he's the person that's doing it. It's like I'd rather I, like I don't know my my gift or my purpose, and I'm okay with this is you know helping people to have that impact in others. And even if they don't know that, you know, I, I help them achieve that. That's, it, it's just so great to see, you know, the, them experience the impact and be able to be able to help them. Cause I know there's, there's people that are much more, um, you know, much more charismatic than me, much more, uh, they, they have, you know, they have a great following already. And just to be able to see them, you know, exponentially increase their impact that, that, that brings, that brings me 
uh, joy. And that's, that's what I'm really like. Yeah. That's, that's, that's my real vision. Yeah. So why Christian entrepreneurs? So it's not necessarily Christian. It's faith first. The reason why I put that is because, uh, those tend to be the people that I can relate to the best as well as they're going to follow through on what I, um, what, what I asked them to do. And that, that comes from just an experience of, you know, I'll work with other people, but for ideal clients, they're going to have some type of faith because that means that there's something greater than them. Um, that they believe in so that it tend, they tend to be more impact driven of, you know, like I'm willing to put in the effort. I'm willing to do this. I'm willing to, you know, help others because there's something greater than me. And I'm put here on this earth for a purpose and it's to do good works and it's to help others. So it's just easier for me because it's an easy filter of it's like, okay, this person isn't just in it to make money. They're actually in it to grow an impact. Because if you're just in it to make money, like you can get to a certain amount of success and you can be really successful with that. But for the people that I'm looking to work with, uh, is the people that are looking beyond themselves into the impact that they're really going to make in their community. And they do that by, you know, growing their profits and because that's how you grow a business, but it's more important for them to grow that impact. Uh, and that's, that's who I really desire to work with is people who are impact driven and people who have faith tend to be, um, easier, easier for me to work with and that they have, uh, they have that motive of impact driven instead of, you know, self-driven. Um, so that's, yeah, that's, that's, yeah, that's what. I work with. No, I, I I love that. So for our listeners that are on here and they're wanting to be like, oh man, you know, he's working with some high level people. He's really helping build the systems and the strategy and really making a huge difference to impact a lot of people. And by listening to what you have to say, what is like probably one or a couple of things that they could take away from listening to you that they can implement today to start making an impact and growing their business? Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. So this is, I'll, I'll, give, I'll give one because it tends to, people tend to take more, uh, you know, action when there's just one thing. So a lot of people don't have a great referral system in place. And this is the most powerful source of, of new business for you can be referrals because the, and so this, this is how you go about it is you just go to your top clients, your top customers, whoever that may be. And this can apply even if you have one to, you know, a, a million customers is you go to your top customers, then you ask them, it's like, Hey, um, what have been the, the great results that we've got you? And, you know, this is like, make sure that you've actually gotten them results, which if they're your top customers, it oftentimes is. And then you ask them, it's like, you know, I'm looking to work with how many new number of people I'm working, I'm looking to work with three other people who are, and then you list exactly who your target client is exact so that they have an idea in their mind of like, Oh, do I know anybody who is, um, who is uh, like, for me, it's like, uh, do you know anybody who is making over seven figures, who is faith first, who's wanting to grow their company really fast? So you give them an exact client avatar of who you're looking to work with. And you're like, I'm looking to work with three more of these. And, um, and if you could like, do you know anybody off the top of your head? Uh, do you know three people off the top of your head that are this, 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 and this. And then they're like, oh yeah. It's like, you know what? My friend Johnny and my, oh yeah, Mary, um, is one. And then, then you offer them both incentives. Uh, and this is just common referral of like, yeah, you give them a percent off. They, you give their friend a percent off. And then this has the opportunity to, you know, to just with this alone, triple your business. If you get two referrals, uh, that become clients from, from every one of your, one of your your best customers. So that's the easiest thing to implement. Um, and you, you can do it immediately. It's, it, it's like, it, it costs you nothing to do this except for the time to send a message out to your top, top clients. I love it. That's very cool. So yeah. So referral systems, that is something that I, I lean heavily on as well with my mm-hmm. clients. And one thing that people fail in getting referrals is usually because they just don't ask for them. So they yeah. don't ask for them and they, and they don't coach people on how to ask for referrals too. So when they're trying to get a referral, they don't know what to ask them. They don't guide them. They don't lead them. So 
I love the fact that you put that in there because that is one of the most powerful ways to actually build a business is through a referral system. Awesome. Yeah. Well, same question that I ask every single person I bring on my, my show is what is your daily creed? What is the one thing that you are most committed to that you're going to be resilient to push through no matter what? And you're going to show up every single day, giving your best and, to, and have emotional, physical discipline to complete your mission. This could be a goal. This could be a vision. This could be the one thing that you are laser focused on and wanting to achieve. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. And this, this ties into my vision of building, building communities of entrepreneurs to solve the world's problems and building them so that we can experience, you know, lives of abundance together. And this is what drives me every single day because, you know, there's the times where, and I've been in this situation where you, you feel alone, you feel down, things are not going right. There's a lot of problems. There's a lot of challenges and it's keeping to that vision of like, you know what, all of it is worth it because there's something beyond, like there, there's a better, there's a better way of living. And I have an opportunity to help create this of, you know, where people aren't just living alone in seclusion or just going through their lives and people not beside them, empowering them and building them up. Instead, the vision of having communities of people that do empower each other, education that does empower us to think differently, to think creatively, to solve problems, instead of just talking about them. um, That's, that's what drives me through the hard times of being alone you know, 12 o'clock at night, trying to solve a problem uh, and and just feel like everything's crashing down. It's like, no, that vision that I hold to of, you know, a better society, a better way of living and a better way to, you know, to, to just live with people and communicate um, and empower each other. That's, that's my creed. And that's what keeps me going every single day. No, that's awesome. And I I love it because it it fits within our core values of serving and helping and, and making an impact to help other people, which is exactly what we stand for. Now, if someone wants to be able to reach you and say, hey, Jay, I would love to know more about your story, connect with you, hear more about what you have to offer, what's the best way that they can reach you? Yeah, you can reach me on Instagram uh, at the real Jay Storm. Uh, I also have TikTok, same same handle. And then LinkedIn. Uh, if you're in business, connect with me on LinkedIn, just Jay Storm uh, on there as well. Cool. Any last words that you'd like to tell our audience? Yeah, if you, I mean, if you are in that place and business owners often are of, you know, it seems like you're the only one handling all this pressure. I I encourage you to, you know, find someone, find a mentor, find a coach, find someone who you can lean on or a core group of people to do life with. Um, because that's that's the biggest thing, especially now where we're most secluded. It's actually a great opportunity because everybody is on video and you can seriously connect with people. So if you are in those dark places of, you know, it's like feeling like you have all these pressures on you, um, I, let me encourage you. There's always light at the end of the tunnel. There's keeps your vision because as entrepreneurs, you have you know, you have that impact that you want to make and you find people who are similar to you. Uh, They want to make an impact. They want to encourage you and just ask them for help. If you're going through something that's hard, ask them for encouragement. And I guarantee if they're, if they're an entrepreneur, they've experienced the same things and they're going to be right there beside you fighting for you to win. Um, Cause that's, you know, that's, that's who we are is we want to see other people succeed. We want to see each other um, achieve our visions. I love it. Well, there you go, guys. You know, Jay, thank you so much for joining us on our Daily Creep Podcast show and then just blessing us with your presence and being able to share your experience, your story, and and really giving some people some insight of what they can do to build their business. If you guys are looking for some extra help on build, take, on expanding and really making an impact and helping more people, make sure you reach out to them. And we'll drop the handles down inside of our inside of our, this episode so that way you can click it and be able to go directly to him. If you found this episode helpful, make sure you go down below and you give us a five-star review. We'd love to get that feedback from you guys. And until next time, simplify. Thank you for listening to the Daily Creed Podcast Show with J.R. Spear.
If you want to get more leads and grow your business, head over to fitprofunnels.com to get your free gift today. That's fitprofunnels.com. And to connect with JR online, check him out on Facebook at jr.spear.3. Or feel free to join the Facebook group at Fit Pro Funnels. And you can also find him on Instagram at jr.spear. 